Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hell or High Rollers! This is a special Tower of Terror episode, and it's a very special episode because we have a very special guest, but we will get to that in just a second. So first of all, let's meet our regular players. Hi, my name is Ellie, and I normally play Ghoul in our main campaign. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk, and I usually play Glubrick Bumbledung. And here is... You know him from the 2013 Old Spice commercial and <laughs> other things. <laughs> it's Neil Patrick Harris. Hello. Yay. I'm Neil Patrick Harris. I'm usually just listening to this podcast and laughing at everyone's voices. But now I'm going to be playing a character all on my own. <laughs> Yay. Can't wait. And for those of you who don't know how to play or aren't sure what Dungeons & Dragons even is, don't worry, you'll definitely pick it up. Basically, we roll a 20-sided dice and high numbers are good and low numbers are bad. Uh, and Neil, you've played Dungeons & Dragons before, right? I have. Um, when I was much younger, my older brother, Brian, who was three years older than me, um, had a whole group. This was back in the 80s when... People thought that Dungeons and Dragons was was Satan worshiping, <laughs> uh, and so I would watch them. And now that we, I have a twelve, almost thirteen year old son, Gideon, he's super big into D anD. d So I've even DM'd some of his uh, his campaigns. Oh wow! So you Very can really cool. judge Henry's. Yeah, uh, DM. Well, okay, here's, here's the thing. I bought the whole starter pack, and I was going to do a whole I deep dive into it, and I realized that at twelve years old. I can just kind of say whatever I want, yeah. and I just pretended to roll things and yeah. I just kind of steer things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what's going to. on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DM light, <laughs> DM adjacent. <laughs> okay, so a quick explanation of the rules of the Tower of Terror for those who haven't heard before. Tower of Terror is meant to be deadly. After the wizard Eric Sanguinius died, his magical spells turned the tower into a dangerous place to protect his valuable items. But adventurers from all around still come to Rodney, tempted by the promise of treasure. So far, nobody has survived the tower. We've played this game through twice, and we've had two total party kills. Wow. Okay. So be prepared. But who knows? Maybe today will be different. So let's play the Tower of Terror.
Ah, Rodney. The first tentative rays of another dawn begin to stroke the thatched rooftops of the old village, nestled in the Rodney Marsh. As always, the infamous Tower of Terror perches atop a looming hill on the village outskirts, silhouetted against the ever-changing canvas of the sky. The tower is said to hold a treasure of unparalleled value, and this promise is what has brought three more brave adventurers to the Rodney Marsh. Many before them have sought it, all have perished. Undeterred by the tower's fearsome reputation, our three adventurers have journeyed from afar to risk their lives for a chance at glory and riches. I am Cuckoo, <laughs> a local storyteller and weaver of yarns. <laughs> Cuckoo? And I will tell you their tale. <laughs> Don't worry, Puku does not appear in the campaign. I love Puku. Puku so does the introduction, much. and Puku's now we're great. in Puku's world. I want a Puku plushie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing merch. <laughs> we begin as three intrepid figures dismount from horseback and step warily into the tower's shadow. A chill wind blows across the marsh, spooking their horses, which whinny and bolt. Wait! Oh, oh no! Do not fear. This is obviously a sign. God doesn't want us to have horses. You know, maybe if you had prayed with me this morning, he wouldn't have been so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) And what you see is a large bald man called Monty the Enlightened. And he has this like beer belly poking out between his chainmail and his tattered belt. Uh, He has like wine face. So his face is very flushed. He has a salt and peppered beard that hasn't been groomed in forever. And in fact, actually, if you looked closer, you'd see like a little spider has set up shop in there. Um, and he's just kind of wobbling about. Oh, no. <laughs> I immediately really like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry I didn't pray with you. I was busy training. And next to him, a few inches down on the, on the ground, is a grung. Uh, now, this is Scrapper. A frog-like humanoid creature, typically very aggressive, and he's kind of made some armor out of polished acorns that have stuck to his elbows and like little knee pads and stuff. That's Scrapper! Scrapper and Monty watch the horses disappear, and behind them, another figure is staring up at the tower. I've been afraid of this my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) They see next to them (laughs) a barbarian goliath named Al. Eight feet tall... Shrouded wearing a hood and quietly whispering about. There's no need to be afraid. You've got me on your side. Yes, and if you were to uh, join my god, then uh, potentially you might have a bit of help down the way. Do any of you guys want to convert to my religion? What is your religion? Ah, my religion. To remind you again, my religion is... Hang on. Stores, Dude, no, I've got this. I've got, I've got it. I've got it. I know my religion. You don't seem to know it very I do. Well. It's the Church of Missio Dei, the god of relentless missions. Oh. And if you can... Like, I, ideally, I need you both to convert. I'm, I'm two people away from a voucher. Look. <laughs> I would consider converting if it might help. It will help. Do you think we can actually get this treasure? Oh, I, I, I believe we can. It's, it's God's wishes. Did he tell you what the treasure was, this God of yours? No. God just sends me on basic missions. But if I knew all the answers, then it wouldn't be fun. 
<laughs> I think we got a real shot at this. I must prove things to myself. I must prove things to my family. Oh. As you know, I come from a long line of barbarians. The camp family of barbarians. My six <laughs> brothers before me. I don't want to disappoint them, and I'm afraid of what will happen to me. Don't worry. And I put my hand over yours. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, already creepy. Al is exuding a sexual intensity yeah. <laughs> um, oh dear and I, I suggest we head towards the tower and uh, I guess I will lead okay you all head towards the tower you see the tower ahead of you casting its crooked shadow over you as you approach you see a moat as deep as it is wide filled with glistening blue water on the other side of the moat is a door in the base of the tower we can't just cross it. There's no bridge that you can see. It's just a moat oh, blocking yeah. your way to the door. Can okay, I, well, can I um, persuade the spider in my beard uh, <laughs> to go across the moat for me? How would a spider get across the moat? What? Oh, oh, there's no bridge. There's no, there's bridge. no bridge. There's no bridge. Well, I'll just throw him in the water. He'll <laughs> just die. Yeah, we well, animals. In the moat is a creature reclining on a rock. Oh, what does it look like? She looks almost as if she's made of water, with aquamarine blue skin and flowing blue hair, wearing a dress that ripples and flows over her body. Uh, one of you can roll a nature check. Mm. 17. You recognise that this is a naiad, a water nymph. Oh, Ooh. it's a water nymph, look. And, uh, you know, being a, being a frog... Uh, I can actually breathe underwater and swim in, in water pretty well. So can I just jump in? Brilliant. You can. Just before you do that, I'm going to let you do a perception check. Oh, okay, okay. Why Probably is... not friendly. <laughs> okay, that was a 14. Just as you're about to leap, you notice that unusually for a water nymph, which you know well with your nature check, her facial features are surprisingly ugly. And that strikes you as odd. Oh, she looks a bit like a slapped arse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, love. I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> she I just... waves up at you. Hello. Oh, yes. Lovely. She's sort of smiling and winking and, and turning her head. And you see that she's wearing silver bauble earrings that glint in the sun. Oh, I must say those earrings look divine. Shall we try and nab them? Excuse me, um, <laughs> madam. Yes. I can't help but notice your <laughs> earrings. Oh, thank you. Might I purchase them from you? What do you have to offer? I have. Let me look inside my bag here. <laughs> it's a small telescope. <laughs> a small telescope? It's a periscope. It, uh, it, you can see things from afar if you look through one end. That sounds quite good. So you what, roll a persuasion oh. check. Natural one. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. She says, take that periscope and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're not getting your fucking hands on my earrings. How dare you? You know what? You don't talk to my friends like that. And uh, Scrapper jumps into the water and uh, goes for the earrings. Okay. As soon as you hit the water, she dives in Ooh. and goes straight towards you. Okay. And she moves with it with a kind of terrifying grace in the water. She just zooms towards you and immediately attacks. Ooh. So the nymph surfaces attacking you and you see her face has contorted horrifically. Her beautiful hair has become lank seaweed and her blue skin is covered in oozing sores. You realise she is not a nymph at all, but a sea hag. Oh. And she attacks you with her claws. Okay. And she gets a 20. Whoa! Not Shit. natural. Oh, okay. So you take 10 damage. Ah! Whoa! Oh my god. And you have to roll a wisdom saving throw. That was an 8. You are now frightened. Oh! Ooh! She's 
jeebies. And then I, I jump out of the water immediately and start shivering. Well, you try to. Oh, so I... you're going to have to climb up the side of the moat. So it's going to be a an athletic check with a disadvantage. Can I not jump because I'm a frog? Out of water? What are you jumping off? <laughs> lily pad. <laughs> lily, lily, lily pad. <laughs> you can try and scramble up the side. Okay, I will. I will. Three. Wow. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. You slip. You fall back into the water. <laughs> what should we do? We must Breathe. do something. Okay. What are you going to do? I don't know. We must get those earrings as quickly as we can. <laughs> and still need the earrings. Don't worry. I... And I, can I cast something? Yeah. So I cast command. Uh, so I speak one word, command, to a creature I see within range. I'm going to persuade them to flee. What's uh, the save? Save is wisdom 12. Come on, come on, come on. It gets a 10. Yeah! So your command works. The sea hag stops attacking Scrapper and turns around and starts to flee. Should I throw it? Should I toss a j- uh, javelin? Go for it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yes, let's do it. Let's throw a javelin at it. <laughs> <laughs> so roll a ranged attack roll. Total 14. 14 hits. So nice. you now roll damage. Nice. Plus three is ten. Ten damage. That's a good hit. So the sea hag was just scrambling back up her rock, which we'd started on, when the javelin hits her and pierces straight through her side, pinning her temporarily to the rock. I suggest we fucking run and swim across this moat now. Let's go, let's go. Okay. Go, go. Why don't you, yes, jump in and start swimming? Yeah. And uh, uh, we do that? You yeah. have to jump in the water? Yeah. Okay, so you jump. And no. you expect oh, to fall into the water, fuck but instead you. Yeah, you hit something invisible and you smack straight into it and you realise there is an invisible bridge oh. that led straight oh, over the moat. See, no one trusted my spider idea. The spider would have worked <laughs> crossing that bit. Uh, uh, right, well, come on, let's go. I would just cross the bridge <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Damn it. And you walk across the invisible bridge. And you I'm, are still in the water. I'm still in the water. But now you're free to try to climb out. And this won't be too difficult now because the sea hag's pinned to a rock. Okay, I'm going to cr- climb out. Roll an athletic yeah. check. 16. 16, yeah. You easily climb out of the moat. And <laughs> you see the sea hag writhing around and pulling the javelin out of itself, freeing itself. And it sits on the rock scowling at you, but it's not doing anything right now. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry. We, we couldn't get to earrings, but I got these. And I hold up these two kind of bits of seaweed um, <laughs> with a shell attached to each one. Would oh. you like them? Um, I mean, they're nice, but, um, <laughs> not quite silver. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. I throw them back in the, back in the moat. And then as you throw them back in the moat, you, you see me go, oh, no, I, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he really wanted it. Oh. He just loved it. He, it looked really pretty. <laughs> so you arrive at the door to the tower. The door is inset with four large gemstones. There's no handle, no keyhole, just four gemstones in a kind of diamond pattern. One is white, one is black, and two are green. Two slightly different shades of green. Top is white, black on the left, and then the other two green. Should we touch one of them? I think we should probably touch the one that's most expensive looking. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. That yeah, is white. I touch the white gemstone. You touch the white gemstone and it starts to glow. <gasps> oh, it's beautiful. Then I touch the black one. Like we're playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> you touch I think the black winning. one, it also starts to glow. Oh, I'm doing this correctly. I know it, I know it. Oh, my family would be so proud of me. <laughs> then I touched the lighter colored green one yep that also starts glowing oh I think we're going to win it all <laughs> I touch the fourth green gemstone you and touch I stand the final back. gemstone yes. and the door pulses with <gasps> energy and pushes you back oh. you've got it wrong oh, oh. Uh, you all have to roll a dexterity save oh shit crit one critical one wow. oh dear I got a 14 14 yeah I got a 5 
five. Okay, Scrapper is fine. You managed to keep your balance, but Monty and Al, you are pushed back and you slam into the invisible bridge, each taking 1d6 damage. 1d6, fuck. Six. That is six for me wow. as well. Wow. Total sixes, six damage each. Damn it. You get yourselves back to your feet. Okay, uh, I, I think we should uh, inspect this door more. <laughs> so I walk over to the door and I'm like, God, show me more. And I do an investigation check. Okay, you roll an investigation check. Oh, fuck. I don't think my God exists. That's four. <laughs> I don't think he does either. You don't know anything. Anyone I'll else? try it. I'll try it. I was just hypnotized by the colors of the gems. <laughs> I do an investigation check myself. Go ahead. Minus one is 14. 14. That's still enough. You recognize these different gemstones. You recognize that the white one is a pearl, black is an onyx, and the two greens are emerald and nephrite. Onyx? Pearl, onyx, emerald, and nephrite. Okay. I look at them. See, my brothers would normally just attack. Beast beast mode, yes? <laughs> but I'm smart. I'm Aloysius Camp. <laughs> and I notice that the first letter of each of these different gemstones, if mixed together, could potentially spell open. O-P-E-N. <gasps> could we push them in that order? Would that be something? Would that be exciting? Can I try it? My that's God, that's genius. the smartest wow. thing. I'm going to push Onyx first. You do so, and, and then it lights I, up. Then I press Pearl second. <laughs> Carry and on. then I press the emerald, and I take a big gasp. Oh. For my camp family before me. <laughs> <laughs> I push the N one, which is net something. <laughs> <laughs> and the door glows blue and unlocks. And <gasps> yeah! open. Oh, we've well done it, done. we've done it. You're very clever, aren't you? Thanks, this is what happens when I get overwhelmed. I'm sorry, I'll keep it down, I'll keep it quiet. Oh no, it's lovely. You be you, you be you. Another <laughs> quote from my scriptures. Would your God approve of me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, he was, uh, he was a big fan. Oh, you know. <laughs> My type. Your type, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I like your God. <laughs> Let's enter. Monty's a sweet guy. <laughs> sweet guy. Uh, bit awkward. awkward man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah sure. Uh, uh, getting warm in here. <laughs> you step through the door and onto a plush red carpet. You're in a long hallway with walls of dark mahogany hung with velvet drapes. A maitre d', immaculately dressed in a white bow tie and tailcoat, with gaping empty eye sockets where his eyes should be, smiles at you warmly. Oh, welcome, sirs, madame. We have a table for you right this way. What? And he beckons for you to follow him down the hallway. Oh. Well, you shouldn't be rude. Nobody's missing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's taking us to find them with Why him. Don't you be so, don't be so judgmental. All right, I'll go along with it. And to not make him feel uncomfortable, we should all close our eyes. All right. <laughs> so you all bump your way down the hallway, <laughs> walking into walls, tripping and falling, but carrying on. And he leads you to a set of double doors, which he opens, standing aside to allow you in. You go through? Yeah, we're going to go through. <clears throat> Nominate someone to roll a perception check. I'll do it. Ooh, a 19. <gasps> 19. Good. So you notice that the door in front of which the Major D is standing to let you in uh, has a plaque on it, a golden plaque with the words etiquette strictly enforced, stylishly embossed on it. Strictly enforced. And you step through into a tastefully decorated restaurant dining room. A golden chandelier illuminates the other diners, a mixture of zombies and skeletons, all wearing suits and cocktail dresses, 
and watching you curiously as you make your way past their tables. I must say I noticed something on the doorway. I think it's in our best interest to be as um, precise as possible with our etiquette, so mm. uh, manners, manners, you know. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, good, good day, everyone, as I'm walking past, just Hello. nodding. Pleasure. Bowing. Pleasure. They um, yeah. Scrapper starts to look really uncomfortable. I don't think she's used to being polite at all. She's kind of like really trying not to bump into anything and kind of belching under her breath. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, you're Just back. out of nerves, you know? Yeah. She's not used to this kind of <laughs> environment. He leads you to a table in the centre of the room with three plush chairs. The table is laid for dinner with glasses, plates, napkins, knives, forks and spoons. The matron really bows and gestures for you to sit. All right. And I take a seat and smile at him. You take a seat, yeah. I take a seat as well. And then I take my napkin and I perfectly fold it and place it in my lap. Oh, yes. And uh, Scrapper copies this. I do 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 the same as well. Like, yes, yes. Welcome to La Tour Sanguine. First, would you like red, white, rosé? The red for me. Red wine it is. He snaps his fingers and all of your glasses magically fill themselves with red wine. And now, please take a moment to peruse our menu for the evening. I'm now going to text you all a menu. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. There you go. Have you all got that? Yes. Oh, lovely. It's a sharing menu. All of our meals this evening are sharing platters. Which may I interest you in? Can you pronounce any of these? I'm I'm not too sure myself. Uh, well, yeah, the first one says Chachkutri. 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 The other one is Bouillabaisse. And the last one is Ribolita. I've heard of this charcuterie. Isn't that meats and cheeses? Meats and cheese. Ah, hang on a second. Hang on a fucking second. I've worked this out. Ah. Charcuterie is going to be meat. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, I think it's going to be the meat man. <gasps> who is someone that I, we do not want we to be. We don't want the meat man. Endless. But what about bouillabaisse? I believe that's a fish-based soup. I hear it's delicious. Am I getting any of this right? What's ribolata? I've never heard of that one. It might be the vegetarian option. Well, I'm from the sea, so I, I'd, I'd say a fishy one. That, that sounds nice. You'd like to eat your own kind? Well, no, I'm a frog. I'm not from the sea. I'm from from. Sorry, frog. excuse me. My God. Do you know she's not a fish? Now, just before you make your selection, one of you can roll a perception check. Natural 20. Oh my god. Natural 20. Okay. Something catches your eye in the menu. You don't know why, but something unusual about the menu. Oh, hang on. Look at the whole menu. Wait a minute. Looking very close underneath the (gasps) sharing menu, it says Le Le Tour Sanguin. Sanguin. And the O inside the tour is. Oh, yeah. It looks like. If you zoom in... It looks like a a 20-sided die. As you say 20-sided die, a small silver 20-sided die materialises on the table in front of you. Oh, my stars. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Oh, that's so cool. So if you zoom into the image, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely put this online for everyone because that's very cool. You've done very well. And I'm now going to hand you a silver 20-sided dice. What? Oh, it just sparkles. It shines. Thanks. I put it in my pocket. <laughs> keep hold of that. Now, uh, what would you like to eat this evening? I think we should do the bully base. All right, that. You got my vote. I love a good stew. <laughs> the bouillabaisse. Well, I'm afraid it is a breach of etiquette to pair red wine with fish. Oh, oh no. very good. Oh, no. Uh, uh. The door to the kitchen slams open. No, I should have thought of that. And a figure emerges. 
A horrifying reverse merman. <laughs> oh, no. What? It's a gigantic fish head with big bulbous eyes ah. and snapping jaws. Its lower half is that of a naked human man. Uh. His genitals flap around wildly as he charges at you, screaming. This is the fish man. So this is like the meat man, but the fish man. We cannot stop him. He's just going to keep coming for us. We need to get out. The fish man will now pursue you for the rest of the game. Anytime you spend more than three turns oh, in a room, the fish man will arrive and attack you. He cannot be killed. Can you tell me a bit more about his genitals? <laughs> <laughs> Flapping around? That's what I heard. They flap around wildly. He's unable to do anything. He hasn't got arms, so he can't control them. He's just flapping as he runs. Oh my. And he's coming at you. And oh I run over, I pick up our camp, which is obviously really hard because you're so muscular. And I'm like, snap out of it. We'll find you cock later. <laughs> and, then I, and then I charge for the the exit, wherever the exit is. So the only other door out of the place is through the kitchen. So where he's just come from? Where he's just come from. So he's currently blocking the exit. Okay, I'm going to try, because I'm a really small, tiny frog, I'm just going to try and run through his legs. Yeah, you can try that. He's going to try and attack you. Okay, but I'm going to try and just nip through. Yeah, yeah you're using your, your action to disengage as you go, so it gives him a disadvantage on his attack against you. Okay, great. And he only gets a seven. So yeah, you whip past him, and he snaps at you with his fish jaws, but you get past. Um, nice. What if we were to quickly drink all of the red wine and then order white? Probably a little late for that, but you can see there are, there are glasses of white wine on other tables. Maybe throw them at him. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, and uh, I suddenly have the same thought. <laughs> um, and uh, grab some uh, white wine and hopefully there's a bottle as well on, like, in a you cooler. Can see a bo- you can see a bottle in a cooler next to a table. We need to throw this on the fish. Throw it and then what will happen? It, it could be fun. And I throw it. It's an improvised weapon throw. Yeah. Shit. Eight. Oh, I do the same thing. I grab with two hands, two more glasses. When I toss them at him. Oh, yeah, great. But roll I'm big. I'm large. Well. I'm gigantic. Yeah, you so roll. So that's a hurl. <laughs> <laughs> so you roll an attack roll as well. Twelve plus five. Plus five, yeah. So I'm afraid, uh, Monty, you miss with your bottle. But Aloysius, your bottle careens straight into the fish's mouth. Like at the end of Jaws. <laughs> the bottle lands in his mouth and he crunches it. And white wine sprays all over him, and it seems to hurt him because Ooh. it's the correct pairing. He now screams in agony <laughs> and flops down on the floor, so you've got a chance to get past. Let's fucking run. Oh, nice. I, I run and leap over him and, and run into the kitchen. You mm-hmm. do save it. Yeah, yep. as as I go, I just take a couple more bottles of white wine. and, and So oh, you can nice. grab one bottle of okay, wine. Okay, one bottle. Yeah, I'm quite small. I take one bottle and put it in my pouch. And yeah, I grab some cool. rosé, just because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good wine. And I hand out leaflets for my god. On the way to the customers, like, just in case, you yeah, know. And you all slam into the kitchen, and you can hear the fish man getting back to his feet behind you. Oh boy. You run into the kitchen and you see a bustling kitchen full of zombies and skeletons in white aprons rushing around. You can see an oak door at the far end of the room. Okay, everyone act natural like you're a chef. Nice work, everyone. Yes, chef. <laughs> no, nice, yeah, yeah. Yes, chef. Could you roll a group performance check? <laughs> <laughs> so you all roll and we will take the average. I got a natural 20. Wow. 16. 19. Oh, oh, very good. Yeah, you got oh, way wow, up Everybody immediately this. believes you are three high-end chefs. Great. And we get to the oak door? And you go to the oak door, yeah. Carry on. And this door is unlocked. 
Okay, we go through. So you step through. As you're closing the door behind you, you see the fish man bursting into the room, spraying pots and pans all over the place as he charges down the room towards you, slipping all over the floor. Because it's- oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it together. I'm sorry. Pull it together. So just to be clear, we so now we're in this room. We have three turns before that fish man's going to get in. Yes, it will depend on what's happening in the room, whether you're in initiative or things like that. I will judge right. basically when you've been in there too long. Amazing. Cool. So you are in a new room. You close the door behind you and you see three stone plinths in this room, each illuminated by ghostly light in the otherwise pitch black room. On the far side of the room is another door, this one with no keyhole or handle. On the plinths from left to right are a bronze gear, a metal gauntlet, and a silver D20. Bronze gear. I wonder if we have to take one each. Metal gauntlet. Since I'm already holding this silver D20 die, should I potentially go and pick up the, the one on the plinth on the right? Maybe. That sounds like you just want two D20s. You just want more silver. <laughs> you want to pick it up? Yeah. I think you should pick it up, then, if it looks Perfect. fine. I pick up the other, the silver D20. You gain another silver D20. <gasps> You guys, I've got Yay. two of them. No, this isn't good. Something's like fucking coming. <laughs> no. Oh, there oh. But no. as Aloysius does that, holds the uh, holds the D20s up to his ears, you realise those were indeed what the Sea Hag's earrings were made of. <gasps> no way. They like, were more D20s. They oh were my more God. D20s. They're everywhere. Dibs, I collect all the D20s. I get them, you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and suddenly the other two plinths and the items on them disappear. <gasps> So do we, uh, uh, so we don't get them? Yeah, so you don't get those items. Oh. oh. <sighs> okay. Cool. We didn't want them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so now all that's left in the room is the door with no handle or keyhole. Okay, so can we go over to it? I, I go over to it and just try and push it because it has no handles or a key. Uh, yeah. Roll a strength check. Okay. An 11. An 11. Nothing happens. Oh. I have to say, I'm quite large. I rush the door and smash at it. Okay, now you roll a strength check. A 10 plus 3. 13. 13. You bounce straight off the door. Ow! Oh. Ow! <laughs> How about we just smash it up then? And I take my great axe. Just smash it. Attack roll. 17. Yeah, it bounces straight off the door. God. Ow! And behind you, the door you came in. No. Slams open, and you see the fish man comes at you. Okay, I immediately sprint towards him and pop the cork off the bottle of white wine and just kind of douse his. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can just do that. That's not a difficult thing to do. And he again recoils like he's been doused in acid, and he sizzles and moves back a bit. And you gain yourself another round in which to try and open this door. Okay, I see him. And I'm frightened, and I'm and I run towards the door, and I jump with one leg out like a karate kick, and it's like kick right at the door, desperate. Roll, roll an athletics check. <gasps> oh. A three. Uh-huh. A three. <laughs> you Plus. kick the door, and it slams off its hinges. <laughs> it required it the weakest roll possible. Oh, Needed a roll of under eight. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> that's fun. The weak oh. door. It slams off its hinges. That's hilarious. And it's now open. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, then no thank you. you. Right, okay, through. let's keep moving, fish man. Yep, you all go straight through. The yeah. door is now lying flat on the floor. You could put it back in place. Yeah, can we yeah. try and pick it up? And- yeah, we all lift it up and like push it against the... And the as door. soon as it's back in, in place, you see it magically reseal. Nice. Uh, perfect. Well, done. well done, everyone. <laughs> and you look around and see you're in a square room with a table in the middle. On the table are four potions in stoppered vials. Fixed to the wall 
is a sand timer, and all the sand is in the bottom bulb. Uh, okay, what do the, the potions look like? You can see a silver potion, a green potion, a pink potion, and a gold potion. And there are labels on each of them. What do the labels say? So, writing this down quickly. The silver potion has a label on it that says I-T-E. Mm-hmm. The green has I-O-N, ion. Pink has A-L-L, all. And the gold has R-A-T, rat. I-T-E, I. Okay, so yeah, I do, I do an investigation check. Roll an investigation check. 19. Oh, 19, very good. So you notice with your very keen investigation that there are words written in small, delicate lettering around the rim of the table. Oh. And they read, one will help you, three will end your life. Oh, oh shit. And someone can also roll a perception check. I'll do it. 18. You notice that the sand in the timer has started flowing upwards from the bottom bulb to the top, and I am starting a timer. Well, we've got a maybe... Drink one? Mix them up? I'm not sure. I'm not a scientist. I'm a fighter. Maybe we just don't drink anything, see what happens when the timer stops. That seems dangerous, doesn't it? Maybe we can drop the silver D20 dice in, in, into the silver potion? I, all right, I could try that. I drop one of the silver D20s into the silver potion. Nothing happens. Okay. And, because 30 seconds has passed, all the sand has made it to the top bulb, and you feel gravity suddenly flip. What? The floor becomes the ceiling, and you all fall, taking D6 damage. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Five, one. Oh, I noticed that the letters on all of the potions seem to, if you put them together, they could spell something. Like pink plus green would be ration. If oh. you add gold, it would be rational. If you then add the silver, it would be rational light. Don't know what that means. Is rationalite a word? <laughs> I don't know. Rationalite. Rationalite. But I'm trying What's to figure out how to suss one from the three. What about all rat, like all right? So if you drink green and pink, you'll be all right. <laughs> and gravity suddenly flips again. You take another no. D6 oh, damage. Probably not that. Six. One. Six. Um, okay. I th- do we just make a choice? Um, one of us will die. But no, I don't want to die. So I feel like it's I-T-E. It's the silver one will, 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 will help us. Because the only one that doesn't make a word. And it's the three are not right and one is right. What does your god say? Have, we, have they got any pointers for us? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I get down and I pray. Oh, good. Why don't you know the name of your I do. God? I just sometimes have to and check And as you fumble around trying to remember your god's name, gravity <laughs> flips again and you no. all take another D6 damage. Oh, my god. Six. Fucking hell. Six. Jeez. Okay, okay, let's look at this. Ration, Come on. Ration, that height, all light, all light, all on rat. <laughs> rat. Oh, oh, wait, all rational. All iteration? Alliteration! Alliteration! Nice! And you all take another D6 damage and flip again. Nice! You're getting there. Oh, six again. Same. Okay, two. All right. Alliteration is is when the same letter starting... uh, What is the same letter? Pink is potion. Pink Pink potion. 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 Alliteration. And it's pink. It's beautiful color. I rush to the pink potion and I, I look at you both and I say, if this is the end of it all, then so be it. Tell my brothers that I was strong. And that I represented myself well, regardless of what they think of me. I drink the potion. <gasps> drink the pink potion, the alliterative potion, and you feel a magical illusion spell break that was over all of you, which had been hiding a hole in what was originally the ceiling. 
and oh. is now currently still the ceiling. Oh. oh, great. So we'll just wait 10 or 15 more seconds and then, <laughs> yeah. pop, and then we can just pop through the hole. And yeah. you do so, and the room flips again. I'm going to say this time, because you're, kind of, you're not worrying anymore, you can take a dexterity save to try and avoid the damage. 13. 20. Not natural. Four. Four. Okay, so Scrapper takes d6 damage. You are, guys are both okay. As you manage to land nimbly on the ceiling, which is now the floor, and you can hurry over to the hole. Absolutely. And while I run, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you jump in the hole. As you fall through the hole, you feel your perception of gravity flip back to normal midair. And you all flip upside down and land with a thump on the floor in the next room. This is a circular stone-walled room like a castle turret. And you see there is a single door with a keyhole. Looking around, you can easily see that there is also a hole in the wall. How big is it? Shit, I forgot one of my D20s. You did? <laughs> it was oh, you in left the silver it. potion. <gasps> you did leave oh, it in the silver shit. potion. Damn it. Give it back. No! <laughs> oh, no! Here. You're going to oh, regret no. that later. Oh, oh no! <laughs> um, can I go and do an investigation check just to kind of look and peer through the hole? Yeah, roll an investigation check. 11. You, you looking inside, you can see something glinting in the darkness about an arm's length away. How big hole. is the hole? It's uh, roughly arm-sized. It's like six inches diameter. Oh. oh. This is what that hand was. The, 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 the gauntlet. gauntlet. This is what the gauntlet was, would, would have been for, right? It might have been. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so cruel. Okay, fine. So I... Oh, screw it. I put my hand in it to touch the, the gleaming thing and try and pull it out. Okay, as soon as your arm goes into the hole... You feel ice cold, like you're reaching into a pool of freezing cold water. It's not painful, but you do see the skin of your arm turning very pale, and you take D12 damage. Oh, shit. Four. You take four damage. Now, your arm still isn't reaching the thing. What do you want to do? I've got... Oh, fuck. I've got to... Yeah, I'm going to lean further in. Okay, you lean further in. As you reach further, your arm starts to wither before your eyes. The skin wrinkling and sagging over the bones, and you take another d12 damage. No! That's seven. Seven. But you are now able to reach the glinting thing. Is it just another silver d20? (laughs) Well, and I assume you want to pull your arm back? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. So the flesh of your arm has become so withered and dry that it starts to fall off in flakes. So I've lost my arm. Well, you pull your arm out, and you see lying in the flat of your hand is a keychain. Hanging off the keychain is a small silver key and a D20. Hey, I've got a D20. However, the keychain drops to the floor as you see your arm crumble into dust. Oh Oh my god. Oh my stars. You've lost an arm. You now only have one arm. (laughs) So you can only use one-handed weapons. You can't use a shield anymore or you can use a shield and then a weapon. Can I use a longsword? You could use a longsword, long yeah, yeah, but you yeah. couldn't use a shield at the same time. Oh, fuck. Is it like from so the shoulder? I've lost my shield then, so... Okay, so that means my armor class has gone down. Yep. Wow. Montague, your, oh. your heroism Don't is worry. duly noted and quite arousing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've had many a bad mission in my life, so losing an arm, if it's for my god, I, I'm proud. So I pick up the key in my mouth? because You I'm have got my one arm. other hand. I don't want to lose my other hand. I don't want to lose my mouth. The though. key is just on the floor. Just <laughs> okay, but I didn't know it was going to poison me or it was something. the hole that did the damage. Okay, great. I, I pick up the key with my uh, right hand. <laughs> yeah. He's right-handed, by the way. That's why that was a thing. I'll let you do that, yeah. <laughs> and I go over and I put it in the lock. Yeah, and it unlocks. Oh, nice. 
A sacrifice well made, well done. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry, I'll be your arm. And she kind of jumps up and uh, she's probably the length of an arm. (laughs) So you can (laughs) actually be the arm. She tries to like cling on to his shoulder and... What, can grasp stuff with her feet? With her feet, yeah. That's a lovely idea. Uh, you, know, scrapper, yeah. <laughs> you might be more useful just, you know, fighting for us, but, you well, know, f- until that happens, you, you can be my me. arm. Oh, thank you, yay. Okay, so you step through the door and you find yourselves in a spiral staircase going up. You climb to the top of the stairs and emerge into a long corridor that splits in two at the end. You can see someone leaning against the wall by the two corridors at the end. Oh. Uh, what, what kind of lean... Just a kind of casual lean, looks quite, you know, a, okay. r- a rough figure. Look, they're, they're very cool. Yeah. So we need to be cool as well. You seem like a ruffian. Yes. Maybe we should make them come to us. Excuse me! Yeah, hello? What's your name? Steve. You coming down or what? what? What's down there? We'll come have a look. Why don't you just tell me? Why don't you just come down here? Because well, I don't want to. Oh, right, you're staying there for the rest of the game, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right, that wouldn't be entertaining. <laughs> All right, lad, let's, let's, let's go together. I'm going to do a perception check. 16. 16. Right. So as you approach, you see that he is a skeleton, wearing a flat cap, leaning against the wall, and with your perception check, you notice that he has a glinting silver jewel set into one of his teeth. A d20, it's a d20, I want the d20. You, uh, you're going to take it from his mouth. I'm going to take his head off <laughs> and then I'm going to pry it from his dead severed mouth <laughs> so you've reached the end of the corridor and you can see that it splits in two as I said on the walls on either side of you are two columns of wooden boards three on each side and they have words written on them and the skeleton says alright there me old china alright come on then make your choice there's three boards here on the left three boards on the right you've got to choose one of each okay on the left you've got the words read and write mix and match meet and greet on the right you've got cooking fat apple cider canary oh is it like some kind of cockney rhyming slang and what are we supposed to be doing taking one from each side yeah you're gonna pick one of each mix and match meet and greet meet and write apple cider i'd probably like to meet and greet we've done a lot of reading and writing i'm concerned that meet and greet might introduce us to some creature that might try to harm us that's true maybe the meat man will will mix and match maybe then Oh, my stars. Come we, on, come on, make a choice, make do, a choice. Do we all have to make our own choice or is it a group oh, choice? Oh, no, it's a group choice. Well, that, that's why it's taking longer, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. You know, you're okay. You take right. the time, guys. Don't let this guy peer pressure you. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Man, okay. He's still following you. Yeah, that, there is a time pressure. <laughs> all right. Uh... I say cooking fat sounds like it will burn us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, apple cider sounds like it might poison us. Mm-hmm. And canary sounds like it could be a giant bird that comes and attacks us. So what's the least scary of the three? Poison? The apple cider? Yeah. And, yep. and what's the least scary of the, of the reading and writing? Maybe go with um, the read and write and, and the apple, apple cider? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. We have, that's our choice, Skills. All right, read and write apple cider. So you're going to read and write, fight apple cider, a spider. I knew it was a... Oh, <laughs> <rhyming> shit. <laughs> shit. Okay, so... Apple cider, a spider. Lovely jubbly. Now, which corridor, left or right? Just give us your fucking tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Come on. Just give us your tooth, please. Roll persuasion check. Oh, my God, 22. 22. He goes, yeah, all right. <laughs> pulls the tooth out hands it over to you 
and a little D20 pops out of the tooth and assembles itself in your hand. Great, I give it to uh, Scrapper. Oh! There you go. So, so we, we, oh, we've, all, you. we've all got one now. Well, that's really nice. Oh, I'm having such a lovely time with you. Is it left or right? Oh, hang on. This is going to be rhyming slang again. Left. Best. Right. Cloud. <laughs> no, I'm not good with rhymes. I'm not good with Let's rhymes. Let's go with the right one. As you walk down the right corridor, everything around you seems to grow bigger, like you're in a perspective trip. The corridor is getting wider and wider and larger, and everything around you is getting bigger. And as you reach the door at the end, you find that you're now pretty small. And if you just jump and reach up, you can grab the handle. All right. Yes, I do that. I, I'm very athletic. I <laughs> leap up and grab the handle. You do so, and the door swings open. Everything is now massive. You guys are all really small. Okay. Interesting. And you open the door and step through, and you find yourselves in what is now, from your perspective, a gigantic cylindrical arena. Oh, no. Floor is covered in a layer of sand, and towering above you is an enormous spider. Mm. Oh, God. So you chose fight the spider, and then you made it gigantic. <laughs> oh. oh, no. But, Monty, don't you have that fella in your beard there? I do, I do. And then I um, encourage the little spider <laughs> out of my uh, beard, yeah. which is called Little Monty. <laughs> and I'm like, little Monty, any any clues how to defeat this beast? Do you speak with animals? No, not at all. No, he oh, just gives you, a, gives you a little spider kiss on the cheek. But that's really oh, good. nice, <laughs> nice. That's lovely. Yeah. That's so lovely. the giant spider is looming over you and it's about to attack. I'm going to let you roll a perception check. Fifteen. Yes. Yeah. Fifteen. So you notice that there is a balcony high up in the wall above you. Huh. And you can guess that there might be a door and another way out rather than having to fight the spider but the spider is right there in front of you and it's waiting to fight if there's something up there maybe your lad the spider could do a, a little web for us and get us up there it's a very small spider <laughs> i think that is gonna take days why don't you just cradle the little spider in your arms and and go up to the big one and just show him that you like spiders you know you're caring for one that of his own a very good idea and I slowly walk over towards the spider with a lot of confidence. Mm -hmm. But if you were to look close in my eyes, utter fear. Its gigantic mandibles are clicking. It's got big hairy mm. legs and a mm. fat black body. It's, mm -hmm. And it's huge compared to you. Monsieur O'Day, give me strength. Um, and I just hold out little Monty on the palm of my hand. I bow my head for respect and deliver little Monty. Roll an animal handling check. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. That is an 18. Nice. 18. Come on. The giant spider is touched by your kindness to your tiny little spider friend. It leans down its massive body, goes all the way down. Its massive mandibles reach down to you, and it gives you a giant spider kiss on the cheek. Oh! And it lowers its head and allows you to climb onto it if you want. Oh, my God. Guys, follow me. I got this. I'm so turned on. <laughs> and I so believe in your God right now. <laughs> I clamber on as well. Yeah, and we all just climb up. And the massive spider lifts you all up and delivers you safely to the balcony, where there is a door that is your size. Wow. Well, that was so crazy coincidence. I know, yeah. I know. That, that was went cool. well. What were the other ones? A spider in your beard. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm was just... a massive coincidence. I'm curious, what was the canary in cooking fat and... So read and write fight. You could have had mix and match catch. Mm. You would have had to catch a spider and meet and greet eat. 
So you might have had to eat it. <laughs> well, oh, and it would have been my own spider. If it went left, would we have gotten much bigger? You would have gotten massive and it would have been tiny. Oh, wow. that's interesting. Oh, wow. What about cooking fat and canary? Cooking fat was wildcat. Uh-huh. And canary's a fairy. Yeah. You would have had a, a, wow. nice. a fairy. Yeah. Cool. Love. Okay, so we get to the door and we go through. Yeah. You step through. You enter a warm room lit by bright torches. Floating in the air in front of you is the pale, translucent figure of an extremely frail old elf in wizard's robes, wearing a name badge. He has a bushy white beard and long white hair. Welcome to Crinkle Pies Hillmore, the best and only place in the whole tower for healing. Take your pick, said Jews carefully. Arrayed along the walls are shelves packed with all kinds of items. You can see glass vials full of what you assume are potions, as well as piles of apples and cheeses and stacks of great swords, axes, daggers, every kind of weapon you can imagine. You can each take one thing, only one, mind. Uh, I think we all, uh, uh, I think we all need healing. We're I all need... bruised and cut. So, yeah. excuse me, sir. Um, what is the uh, the most healingy thing to have? The most healing healing potion. We've got a greater healing potion right here. Yeah. Roll a perception check. Oh dear. Someone, anyone? I'm nervous. Sixteen. Sixteen. So you notice that his name badge says Crinkle Pies Heal More. And more is spelled M-O-O-R, which catches your eye. It's strange. Montague, stop. <laughs> what? Before you drink their potion, there's something on his... More. This room is misspelled M-O-O-R instead of M-O-R-E. What could that mean? Uh, more. A more like a big dark field? Uh, is there anything else that's misspelled? Can't see anything else misspelled. No. Since you're looking, you can investigate the shelves. Okay. Natural 20. Natural 20. You find nestled among all the potions and items a little silver D20. Wow. Another one. Look, lads. And you're able to grab that. Now, you're each able to take one item from the room. There's all kinds of things. And the only clue you have is that the heal more is spelled M-O-O-R. Any any ideas on this more thing I there's mean, a part of me that goes i think we just need to make a yeah, decision let's just, okay so i'm gonna take the healing because i need it there's a greater healing potion there's a normal healing potion there's a lesser healing potion. i'm gonna take the lesser healing potion okay you drink the lesser healing potion and you feel it burn its way down ah. your throat and you take 1d4 damage ah frick. okay okay two. Oh, oh gosh something went down the wrong way lads whoopsie <laughs> <laughs> so um do we need to hurt ourselves and then we'll heal? If you want to hurt yourselves, there's a weapon everywhere. Right, okay. And I wander over and I find a flail and I crush my skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roll an attack roll against your own skull. No! This is possibly really dumb. Uh-huh. Okay, that's okay. It's a 14. Yeah, so you hit. Flail does 1d8 damage plus your modifier. Great. Five. So as the flail hits you, a magical spark of radiant light comes out of your head and you heal for five damage. Oh, yay! I love this game. I love this game. I'm next. I take my great axe and I <laughs> I put it forward and I just stab myself right between the eyes with my yeah, great axe. Yeah, right. I'm going to say that you can automatically crit yourself with a great axe right in yeah. the face. <laughs> so roll damage and double it. Do we get a go again? Because I really like this. like a nuke. Oh, no, we do a lot each. of damage. You only get one item each. Oh, damn it. Six, seven, eight. But crit is doubled. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 16. So you heal for 16 points of damage as the great axe magically explodes off your face. Oh. So what What was the more thing? 
So more mm. in heal more M O O R is room backwards. Uh-huh. So it was the backwards room of healing. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, very yes, too I say clever. this while I'm bleeding. My <laughs> face is covered yeah, in blood because yeah. I battered myself. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you know how many more doors we have left until we get the gold? I'd say you're nearly there. Go ahead through <gasps> this door. It's unlocked. Wait. Yes, we're in it to win it. For family <laughs> pride, I rush through the door. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. <laughs> you rush through the door. As you walk into this room, you feel a shock of cold run through your body. There are no walls, only an endless blanket of swirling white mist stretching away on all sides. Seated at a table in front of you is a skeletal figure in a long black cowl holding a scythe. A, a towel? Cowl. Oh, right. <laughs> Quite different. It really, under, it really undermines itself. It's just a nice towel. <laughs> the Reaper indicates a chair opposite him. <gasps> Oh my god, someone's going to sacrifice themselves, aren't they? Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go. I feel like I should. I should be the no, one to no, go. No, 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 hang on. And I, I grab your little frog leg. <laughs> and I pull you back slightly. Mm. Like, Why? You've, you've done so much, you've sacrificed your arm. I'm going to sit there right now. You sit down on the chair. The Grim Reaper reaches into his robe and produces a black box. Which he places on the table in front of you. Um, so currently, Henry Shields is actually passing a proper black box. Black box. Oh my table. gosh, put it on the table, okay. What do you want to do? I open the box. You go ahead. She's and doing you reveal it. that inside... <gasps> a hundred-sided die? Oh god, that's A heavy, so silver, so hundred-sided heavy. die. Wow. Wow, that's Whoa. insane. That's very cool. You will each take a turn rolling the D100. How does this even roll? With, with Scrapper going first. If you roll lower than your current health, you will pass safely. (gasps) If you roll higher than your current health, the Grim Reaper will take your soul. (gasps) You have silver D20s with you. They're each one use. You can, at any point, if you wish, you can roll a D20 and take that off whatever score you rolled. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. If you don't use your D20, it can pass on to the next person. So, Scrapper, I think you have two D20s. I have two D20s, yeah. But I also have six hit points. <laughs> no. So this probably is the end for Scrapper. This is going to be the end. Is it? And um, what you don't realize is that when I touched her leg, I yeah. actually cast Cure Wounds. <gasps> did you? Yeah, go <laughs> no, on then. No, go ahead, go ahead. Just, you did. Yeah? Uh, cure Wounds. Uh, so that's uh, 1D8. Oh, 1D8, great. Hang on. Six, seven, eight, eight. Oh, nice. Okay, great. You gain eight hit points. Yeah, so now I've got 14. Thank you. So you're going to have to roll your D100. 
and get lower than a 14. Come on, come on. 41. But wait, you have, you have two of your d20s. Now, if you use the d20s and you get it to below 14, then you live. But if you don't use the d20s, they pass on to the next player. You know what, fellas? I think this might be the end of the road for old Scrapper. But... Even if I rolled... Wait, how many would I have to roll? You're fine. You'd have to get a total between two d20s of 27, I think. You know what? I don't like those odds, so I'm going to... Going to give you, Monty, and you, Al, take a d20. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Not this. The Grim death. Reaper stands. But wait, he takes no. his scythe no. and he swings it, <laughs> and it slices your head clean off, oh. and you fall oh. dead. Oh! Your tiny little frog ghost rises up out of your body, <gasps> and you now follow them around. But you now serve the tower. And the ghost of Scrapper will try and kill the two of you and try and help me kill you. And a, 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 a tear goes down my big, rosy, alcoholic cheeks. And I'm like, if only I had converted her sooner, she'd be with, uh, my God, which is called Missio Day or something like that. Yeah, Missio Day. I mean, he's been drinking Doing this whole time. such a good job. He's been drinking and now he takes his seat. Uh, well, no. And Excuse me, sir. Reaper, can I just walk past? The Grim Reaper hands you the oh, ball. Oh, okay. dear Montague, you've got this. I know I believe in you. So my health is 16. Okay. Oh, no. That's not at all. Oh. That is a 92. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. There's not even enough dice. I don't I mean maybe if you rolled them all you'd be able to get there. No, you'd I'm, I'm not going to get get that. Um How many dice do you have? I have all I have two. I have two as well. You'd need no. all of them to be absolutely 20s. Not. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So I Oh turn. Oh, I hand you my two <gasps> silvery dice. Oh. It has been an honor. But do not worry. I will go to oh fuck Missio <laughs> and the Reaper swings his scythe before you get it out slices you in two your body falls to the floor leaving your ghost standing there looking confused oh fuck it wasn't real what do you mean Missio Day I'm afraid she has no power in the tower oh. the tower has taken your soul I've done you some have no eternal for her oh. that is such a shame <laughs> And finally... Oh dear, this is exactly what I was afraid of, being all by myself in this castle doing this horrible thing. And now Montague is dead by the power of Missy O'Day, who, by the way, I love her music. I listen to it as often as possible. Missy O'Day. Aloysius takes a seat, the Reaper hands him the ball. You have all the dice to help you now. Oh gosh. I do, I do fingers How much crossed. health do you have? I have 29 health. Oh, that's good. pretty good. 41. Okay. You, you can do 41. this. 41. You, 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 you How many you got silver dice do you I have? Four. Four. I rolled a first. Oh, that's a natural one. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. no. One dice down. So that's 40. That's 40. Oh, God. 12. 12. That gets it down to 28. I'm at 29. Oh, you done oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. you done it. You succeed. And I still have two silver earrings. Yeah, that's oh. the twenties. <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, the cowled figure nods at you, stands and points a bony finger, and you see a door coalesce in a mist. The door is made of heavy oak inlaid with a swirling golden pattern. You are the last player standing. I'm happy to do this for all camps everywhere. <laughs> and I walk. I 
prance through the door. <laughs> you prance through the door and step into a large chamber flanked by tall stone pillars. The room is lit by flickering fires burning in iron braziers. At the far end of the room, silhouetted by a wall of flame, is a simple stone plinth, on which stands a small box. Although it is small and unimpressive, every instinct you have tells you this box contains the treasure of the tower. Oh, my stars. <laughs> I've made it. But sitting cross-legged in front of it... Wait, what? ...is a thin figure wearing only a loincloth. Wait, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a happy ending for you. <laughs> His body is totally hairless, save for a small, thinly braided beard. Ooh. Oh, oh... Though you never met him, you know from his description that this is one of the adventurers who died in the tower before you came here. Oh. Now apparently resurrected to serve its will, he finally found his true form. This is... Kenbriel. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody at the door. No! no. <laughs> <Pretty>. <laughs> Greg Tannehill, who plays Kenriel, has arrived. That's amazing! That's so funny. Wow! Greg is going to play the final boss of the tower. Oh my god! The spirit of Kenriel so has cool. been reborn. Greg has been waiting outside the door for some time. Have you actually? yeah. Oh my god, that was so worth it though. That doorbell. How did you time that so well? I was texting him at the right at the second. That was that was perfect. Love. That was yeah. so cool. And your final two d20s that you managed to save, your silver d20s, can be used as bonus d20s to add a number to any roll. Wow. Oh. But they're one use each. Oh. So. Yes, and so, yes, you see this uh, ghostly spectral image of this uh, man with many abs, um, um, topless, some ghostly hot pants, and he's pretty much entirely hairless, apart from one wispy, now slightly floating braided goatee. Mm -hmm. I approve. I see you enter (laughs) and say, hello, I am Kenbriel. In life, like you, I too came to the tower hoping to claim its treasure. But I also had a vision long ago that I would find my true self here. That vision has come true. My mortal body is dead and decayed, but in death I have found my true calling, my true self. I am a tool of the tower. Many have come to serve the tower after death, and you will be no different. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so torn. Because on the one hand, he's very handsome. <laughs> His abs go on for days. But on the other hand, it does seem quite fearful. Should I do some sort of perception check just to see if there's anything else to notice? You can have a go. 11. Plus 3. Plus 3. 14. Okay, 14. So yeah, you're very perceptive. And you notice that the iron braziers are burning with blue fire. And as you look at them, you see the ghosts of Scrapper and Monty float over each to a different fire. <laughs> and the fire seems to bend to their will as if they are able to manipulate the flames and we'll be able to use them against you. Fireballs coming your way. That's not how I sound. (laughs) (laughs) So, roll initiative. Oh, Oh, no! (laughs) We're fighting straight away. It's a 10. 12. With the ghost of Kembriel, it's a 23. Oh, my God. So, Kembriel will be going first, then Aloysius, followed by the two ghosts. Okay. I do a ghostly flip up into the air, a dark... Light emanates from his nipples, um, and his <laughs> eyes become these inky black pools. And I activate my necrotic shroud, 
as I become a fallen Asimar and two skeletal wings burst from my back and I need you to roll a charisma saving throw. Oh, yes, I am taken by this visage. (laughs) (laughs) He may just seduce you to death. Seventeen. Seventeen, I think that passes. Ah, you succeed, so you you are not frightened of me till the end of your next turn. So I'm frightened, but I can hardly stand. (laughs) (laughs) This was unexpected. Um, (laughs) It's now Aloysius' turn. I say... You sweet son of a bitch. (laughs) That treasure is mine. It's deserved and it's mine. And I go into rage mode. Yeah. And I whip out my great axe and I rush and lunge and straight up attack. Go for an attack roll. So I rolled a 17 plus 5 to hit, I think. Oh, then that definitely hits. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely hits. So you get to roll your damage, which is 1d12 plus 3. But you'll get bonus damage for being in rage. 5. Plus three is eight, nine, ten. So you deal ten points of damage ah! to Kendra. Oh, my ab. <laughs> <laughs> As the great axe slices into your ghostly form and you see it spray some ghostly ethereal mist. <laughs> and speaking of goats, what are you guys doing? Ooh. Okay, so we're kind of dancing in these flames, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and distract him. I'm going to burn away the ghostly hot pants. <laughs> You're going to use you your fire to burn at To distract To, to burn at Kendriel's hot pants To try oh. and distract <laughs> <laughs> Just to give him an advantage Yeah, okay, you go ahead and do that So uh, how does Kendriel feel about that? Well, I guess if it's the will of the tower I just, <laughs> I let it happen You let it happen, okay, yeah Roll an attack roll against the hot pants I don't think it's going to be hard 16. 16, yeah. So you managed to burn away his hot pants, revealing <laughs> his, his m- muscled penis. <laughs> oh, my stars. <laughs> Got a couple of extra abs down there as well. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and we're back to Kenriel's turn. <laughs> Kenriel uh, just accepting the will of the tower, windmills his penis. Oh, wow. And, uh, oh, wow. and launches himself down. And tries to slap him with his penis. Wow. (laughs) Penis slap. Okay. I I tell you what, just do a standard attack, and then I'm going to use a key point to do flurry of blows. With the penis. (laughs) With my penis. Okay. So roll your standard attack. I'm sorry, what did I begin? I'm Ah. 24 to hit on the first attack. Yeah, so you punch him. And my flurry of blows. Oh, a 19 to hit. Oh, and then a 19 to hit. I think all of those hit, oh so you get oh. pummeled by oh. oh. a fist <laughs> and then a penis slapping you in the face twice. Wow. For how much damage? 15 points of damage oh. plus an additional three points of necrotic damage. Wow, so the 15 oh, you're right. able to reduce because you're in rage, it's right. halved, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. So it becomes seven points of damage plus the two necrotic, which do affect you normally. Right. So you get 20. There you go, nine points of damage. And oh. I'm going to say you have to roll a constitution save to keep from being distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted. 21. 21. So you, you're not distracted by this. You've seen many before. This is no different <laughs> from the others. <laughs> I noticed that penis. I lick my lips and I attack. <laughs> and you, now this time you can use your bonus action to attack twice. Fantastic. I use my great axe and, and spin around in a complete circle for like extra momentum. Hit, spin, Yeah, hit. so you roll two attacks. Three. And if you make one reckless, you can do it with advantage. That's true. Do you want to make them reckless attacks? It'll yes. mean that the next attack against you has advantage as well. Yes. 
Nice. Great. 15. 15, that hits. And a three. So one of your attacks hits. Okay. Plus three, 11. 11 points of damage. Okay. So the, the great axe slams into his shoulder and it slices clean through his shoulder, which bursts into a kind of dark mist and then reforms. You've taken a lot of damage. Yes. <laughs> and it's now the ghost's turn. Okay, can we manipulate the flames um, so that they kind of look like Aloysius's brother? And I want to kind of try and um, speak to him yeah, through, the, nice through the flames. Okay, yeah. To give that advantage as well, can I suck the flames off me and make it a big arrow that's like pointing at? Sure, so with an advantage, I want you to roll a deception check. Okay. You're going to have to beat this with a constitution. Oh my god, I'm rolling so badly. It was a six. With advantage? Yeah. Wow, six. So you just have to do a save oh. to b- resist that. Eight. Eight. So you are not fooled by damn this it. vision of your brother. Damn it, damn it. Try as you might. <laughs> I know about my camp brothers. And I will not be stopped. They all wanted me to be something that I would never be. And now I am me. I am Aloysius and I am strong. Yeah. Kendril, your turn. I have a lot of respect for this warrior, but... You will end here. And I just punch you. <laughs> Another flurry of blows is this? Um, yes, so the first attack, I have advantage because you did reckless earlier. So, and, and that hits. And that hits. That does six points of damage. Uh-huh. Take another six, which is half to three. But then I spend a key point to do a flurry of blows. Ooh, that's a 22. Oh. Oh, and then a 10. So only one hits. One hits. Is this a penis blow again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Four points of normal damage. Halved to two. Then three points of necrotic damage. So five points total. And then I believe it's a strength check. A strength save to see if you can resist being knocked prone. Oh, which I think you might have advantage on because you're raging, actually. Yeah, that's true. You have advantage on this as well. You're kind of perfect for this fight. (laughs) 15 plus five. Definitely saves. 20, yeah, you save. You stay on your feet. And it's your turn again. This is it. (laughs) For for once and for all, just be out of my life! And I... Mm. You swing your great axe. I swing around like a windmill, like an uppercut. Into the penis. Oh, great, yeah. Wow. The the specifically legs. for the penis. Sixteen. That hits. Damage. So that's nine. And nine damage. Oh, so close. I'm nearly gone, but not quite. No! And it's the ghost's turn. Fireball. All the way. I'm going to actually try and... Have you still got the rosé wine? I do. I'm going to try and just, yeah, target the alcohol and get that up in flames. That's Ooh, cool. that's nasty. Okay, so yeah. you target a bolt of flame yeah. at that bottle of wine. Roll yeah. a ranged attack roll. This is a, a firebolt spell. Oh, God, it's a four. It's four. It flies wide, I'm afraid. So badly. But as it flies wide, I quickly, like using my powers, get it and then swing it back to try and hit them. You can try and guide it in yes. with another attack. 18. 18. That strikes the bottle of wine, oh. which bursts open and flaming alcohol cascades down and burns you. Oh. And you're going to take fire damage. I'm going to roll this. Oh. I got a five and a six. You get 11 damage. No! Oh, my God. He's down, he's down. You have one hit point left, and it's Kendriel's turn. No! Kendriel, seeing this, he just looks down, knowing the inevitable is coming, and is like, join us, become a tool. And he uses the momentum of his penis to whip him round into a somersault and brings his heel down towards your head. A 19 to hit. Oh. No. 19 to hit. However, you have two silver dice you can oh, yeah. use to reduce his attack. Oh, my God. I use one. Seven. That reduces it to a 12, which is a miss. <gasps> yes. Do you have flurry of blows? I think you're I have going? one more key point left, so I can do try one more flurry of blows. No. 
Oh, that's an 18 plus things to hit. Oh. You have one do more dice. dice. I do. Oh, come on. 14. That reduces it so it can't hit. Yep, but I have one more. No. Oh. One more attack. <laughs> Seven plus six is what? Thirteen. Thirteen. What's your armor class? Thirteen. Oh, it hits. Oh, no. It hits. Oh. And you've got no tricks left. No. Actually, you do have one trick left. You have stone's endurance. You can roll a d12 once per short rest to reduce the damage dealt to you by that amount. So, Greg, roll damage for that attack. So I just rolled damage, and that brings it to five points of normal damage but three points necrotic. So the normal damage will be reduced to two plus three, so you have to get a five or more on this roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> a three. Oh! That's a three, oh, that's no, not no, enough. No. You had every no. chance in the book, but I I'm afraid. So close. <laughs> I'm afraid his foot lands on your head and crushes your skull no. and you go down. And the tower claims another victim. Oh, no. oh my god. Can I can I hug his ghostly form? Your ghostly form emerges from your body, fully nude. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to do with you. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> and we leave those two figures arm in arm. So that was oh. the tale of three daring dungeon delvers who went searching for riches and found only death like so many before them. Three more souls take up residence in the tower's ample bosom for <laughs> all eternity, or at least until another band of clucky companions can overcome its unovercomable trials. Join me next time for another tale of the Tower of Terror. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Hell or High Rollers. If you'd like to hear the first episode of The Tower of Terror, as well as other bonus episodes and an entire side campaign, then you can sign up to the Hell or High Rollers Patreon. Today's DM was Henry Shields. The players were Chris Leesk, Greg Tannehill, Ellie Morris, and me, Neil Patrick Harris. The music you're listening to right now is by Max Runham, and the show's producer is Gareth Tempest. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.